have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. The Video Nasties podcast has teamed up with Picture House of Facts in Liverpool and rscreen.com to offer you the chance to see The Evil Dead on the big screen. Tickets are on sale now for the event that's on 30th of April at 6pm. There'll be competitions, an introduction by me and a podcast at the end of the night as well in the bar. For your chance to attend, you need to reserve your seats by the 20th of April. Tickets are on sale now and cost £9. Visit rscreen.com and uh, search for Evil Dead to get your tickets now. Join us. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Hello there and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Frozen Scream is not one of the best films on the list. There's no doubt about it. We get a scene when someone gets a shard of glass in their eye. It's probably enough to get a band in truth. And there are sort of kind of zombies, which was another no-go. But um, despite that, there's no gut munch, and so that probably got away with that. What there is, a mixture of terrible overdubbing, a bizarre voiceover to explain the police procedural elements, and long stretches of rather painful dialogue. In reality, Frozen Scream is a mad scientist horror film of very little note. There is, however, one person behind the scenes that is worth talking about. Tell him it's urgent. Life and death. Judgment Day. Time to pay your dues. And... And... One sound and you've had it. I have a message from Tom. He says that hell is very cold and lonely. All men are mortal. All men must die. The Greek letter theta stands for Thanatos, the word for death. The bar above it cancels its meaning. Potentially, each one of us is our Thanatos, immortal. Death is a stage we can conquer. It is curable. We can live forever. Frozen Scream from 1975 is a horror film directed by Frank Roach. 
known as be mainly known still for being the fact that it hit the band Nasty's list. The story is about a mad scientist who tries to create a drug to that would make immortality. Before he manages to test it, however, he's kidnapped by fellow scientists who are part of a cult that believe that the drug plus low temperatures will be able to create frozen zombies. The missing scientist's wife calls on her ex-boyfriend, a detective, who is on the kidnapping case to help her. Ever since the creation of life, man has dreamed of immortality. But pursuit of eternal life has always been devoured by death itself. Frank Roach is a director and, a, a, and an actor. Well, he appeared once in Nomad Riders in 1984, the only other film he made. This film is written by Doug Farron and Celeste Hammond, who both only wrote this. And Michael Sonv, who, although on first nouns, doesn't sound like anything of any note, is actual fact better known as Juicy Flyswatter. Sonny was born in 54 and is obviously better known by his far greater name as Flyslotter. He's an American actor, screenwriter, musician. He's known for low-budget films and as a singer in L.A. horror punk band's Haunted Garage. This was his, effectively his first step into the world of B-movies. He became started acting in community theatre and uh, got improvisation lessons from Del Close. Now, Dal had many notable students, including James Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and Stephen Colbert. So he was a definite player and a, and a, and a great influence. Flyswatter, um, his earliest credit was for this film. And, you know, although it's not banned outright, it's still unavailable now. It's only a decade later that he, uh, Sonny, um, struck up a partnership with low-budget director Fred Olsen Ray. Flyswatter penned the screenplays for his films Prison Ship and Commando Squad, both of which he acted in, and he appeared in minor roles in films such as The Tomb, Cyclone, and notably Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. He, made the, he wrote the screenplay for Blood Diner, which was a sort of remake of Blood Feast. And, you know, it has a, an appeal for being a bit of a cult classic. He was also the co-starring role as uh, the villain in the trauma producer's Safe Nazis Must Die, which almost is, certainly is uh, a cult classic, despite being not the greatest film ever, but a lot of fun. future, a major earthquake will lay waste to the entire California coastline. From out of the rubble will rise a menace far more terrifying than the death and destruction. Surf Nazis. Who rules the beaches? Who rules the surfers? The beautiful beaches, once the crown jewels of California, are now ruled by ruthless gangs. 
Americans are ruled by the surf Nazis. Surf Nazis must die. Adolf. Ava. Mengele. Hook. Smeg. And the rest of their evil Reich. Something must be done to stop them because surf Nazis must die. They're slaughtering the samurai surfers. They're devastating the designer wave. The beaches are no longer safe to hang around. Surf Nazis must die. Welcome to California, where the beaches have become battlefields and the waves are a war zone. Only one person is powerful enough, daring enough, brave enough to stop them. Only one person can ensure that surf Nazis must die. She's tough. I want to buy a gun. She's dangerous. She's all woman. She's Leroy's mama. And as long as she's alive, the surf Nazis must die. First, there was the road warrior. Then there was the Terminator. Now comes an action film of relentless excitement. Lavishly produced by Robert Tunnell. Stylishly directed by Peter George. Surf Nazis must die. Experience the passion of perverted romance. Know the evil of mankind's greatest villains. And taste the violent revenge. Taste some of Mama's home cooking, See the film that is creating a tidal wave of action all over the world. See Surf Nazis. And he provided the voice of Uncle Imp. And uh, Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolarama. Since then, he's been doing, um, appearing in small, low-budget indie horrors and the occasional adult movie in a non-sex role, such as uh, The Clit Master in Extreme Associates' film Terrors from the Clit. Unsurprisingly, just kind of, you know, trying to camp up a little bit, some stuff. And... Um, he got a nod for best non-sex performance in the 2002 AVN Awards. He appeared also as a um, for, uh, in Betty Page biopic, Betty Page Dark Angel as well. And he's also known for his music. Haunted Garage is like a horror punk heavy metal band. Apparently he was called on stage to do singing. I hadn't done any singing, he said, in 2013, except while being drunk. And um, it was during this period of Transformation 85 that the Dukey Flyswatter name came about in that stage persona. With him saying he wants to be an Isaac Hayes, Escape from New York, Duke of LA type character. You know, it's the shows are known for being bloody, prop-filled, with B-movie lyrics and... Lots of shock rock stage antics with all that OTT 80s style on top. They've, um, you know, it was all over pretty, you know, not, not you know, f- uh, fairly soon after it started, but they do reunion shows from 95 to 2008. And Haunted Garage have now actually reformed with an all new lineup featuring Fly Swatter as the only original member. 
There's plans for new material. We shall see. He's um, appeared in other bits and bobs like uh, Green Jelly music video, The Mis- Misadventures of Shitman. Appeared on um, the videotape Serial Killer as well from that. And, um, you know, he's appeared on bits and bobs as well, like Montel Williams' show and, and stuff like that. <laughs> known as an avid, well, unsurprisingly considering his background, uh, uh, an avid fan and collector of vintage horror and exploitation cinema. And he served actually as a creative consultant on Fred Olsen Ray's 85 Sleazerama, which is a video compilation of, of exploitation trailers from the 30s through to the 60s, something that's still very popular now. And uh, they kind of, you know, really started highlighting it back then as well. He's written several unproduced scripts and projects, including co-writing a musical adaptation of Blood Feast as well, which never got off the ground. The only other real person of any genuine note from the production is Rennie Harmon, who was born at Renette Elizabeth Harmon back in 27. She married an American GI in Germany, where she had a background in ballet. 
She moved with him to West Texas and started a theatrical group amongst the officers' wives. Became involved in a handful of basically offbeat, low-budget, independent exploitation. Featuring as a writer, an actress, producer. She's probably best known as um, the sexually frustrated, wicked stepmother in Al Adamson's um, sci-fi musical Cinderella 2000. Not particularly noticeable, but wonderfully sleazy. This film as well. And um, Linda Allen in um, the martial arts action movie Lady Street Fighter, another classic um, grindhousey film. And she also appeared in The Executioner Part 2, which is, again, not brilliant. Um, she um, was an acting teacher of her own workshop in California, taught screenwriting at the College of uh, Sequonis Community College in uh, California. Um, she wrote some books, film producing, low-budget films that sell, teaching a young actor how to train children of all ages for success in movies, TV, commercials, film directing, killer styles and cutting-edge techniques, how to audition for movies and TV, and the beginning filmmaker's guide to a successful first film. She died at 79 in 2006. So, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at people who really are, you know, basically... Maybe a little bit in the gutter looking at the stars in terms of the films that they're in. The only other real person of note in it is uh, H. Uh, Kingsley Ferber. He didn't write or act in it, but actually wrote the uh, notorious jokey theme for Don't Go in the Woods. His track for Frozen Scream is a far more serious number, and um, actually not too bad a track. But I think in terms of video nasty lore, probably always be known really for don't go in the woods Thank you. 
film was released on video in 1983 by Home Video Productions. It was added to the Video Nasty list in August 84, but was soon dropped in, eight, in, uh, in the October of the same year. Effectively, it's still banned, but that's only because it hasn't been resubmitted, really. I think it's fair to say there isn't a massive um, demand for this one. And while it has a certain charm, it isn't, it's very, very confused and doesn't really have the, uh, the shock or the guts, literally, or, or metaphorically, to really get away from it, get away with it. In fact, really, it's only the um, the occasional eyeball prod that uh, really makes Marxists into even approaching Nasty's territory. And even then, it's not that great. So it's incredibly um, crap. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, very, very little of note to say about it, really. But there you go. That's where we are today. As I said, it's only... Um, I was only on the list for two months, which, as a reminder, isn't actually a record because Unhinged only made it onto the Video Nasties list for one month. So uh, poor, old, poor old Frozen Screen didn't even grab that crown. Anyway. I may have been hysterical, but I know what I saw, and I know I didn't make it up. My name's Sergeant McGuire. I'm a cop, and I was getting nowhere investigating the disappearance of two med students until I found one of their professors, Tom Gerard, dead. Gerard had called me in a panic, but by the time I got to him, a colleague of his, Dr. Sven Johnson, was already there. Dr. Johnson insisted the cause of death was a heart attack, and I saw no signs of a struggle to dispute his claim. But everything was too clean. And when Tom's wife, Anne, said she saw two men running from the house when she discovered the body, Dr. Johnson and his assistant, Lil Stanhope, were there to convince her she was hysterical. The doctors seemed to have all the right answers ahead of time. And I think... Just a little bit of feedback. Uh, Rob Wilson, fantastic to hear from you again, Rob, has uh, sent this in, put it on the, uh, the website. It says, Hey, Chris, just watched Frozen Scream. Here's my two cents. Watched 1975, or is it 81? Many sources have it as both. It's 75. Uh, Frozen Scream. This is another on the video nasties list. How it got there is a mystery. The plot is about a scientist who created a drug that will cause immortality. A cult uses the drug and it frees its users, making them zombie-like. I'm about 30% sure I'm telling this right. This is one of those movies that you must see it to believe it. The dubbing is so bizarre you'll think someone redubbed this for comedic effect. Lee Rennie Harmon's German accent is so fake. It actually helps make the movie memorable. Real rookie editing. This is a true mess. I wish I knew what was wrong with my head that made me smile during parts of it. Possibly it's that Ed Woods feel of the movie. The most shocking part is it 19 minutes. Some artful camera work was used. It's on YouTube. Looking forward to this one. Cheers. Well, cheers, Rob. Um, I haven't had a lot to say, really. I mean, I didn't really want to kind of... There's not a lot to say. Um, yeah, I mean, the dubbing's terrible. The direction's pedestrian. Um, producing's awful. Writing is generally poor. The plot makes no sense. Um, the video's notable because... Basically, the entire synopsis is in the on the back cover of the of the video. Uh, I assume to try and help you along with what the fuck's going on. Um, apparently, there was a, a a dub of what was happening from in German uh, to try and guide people through. That I got that from um, Kim Newman on the uh, the video nasties uh, DVD 
I'm not sure how true that is. I mean, the, the, I mean, you've got some random police procedural um, speaking going on half certainly early doors in the film, which makes little sense to me anyway. So, but anyway, uh, well, thanks very much for your feedback, Rob. Um, we've got some good stuff coming. Thank book. Um, if you would like to get in contact with me, please do. My email address is videonastiespodcast@gmail.com. Or you can get hold of me on uh, Twitter, which is at orange underscore monkey. Or you can get to the website, videonastiespodcast.com, where all these bits and bobs are coming up. There's links through to the potential screening uh, of uh, Evil Dead, which is happening in Liverpool in a few weeks' time. Which, uh, So if you want to come, please come. You have to have your tickets booked by the 20th of April uh, for, to, to attend, unfortunately, due to the way the weird fucking R screen rules. I don't understand. Um, there's that. Uh, next week, we have got The Fun House, which is a Tope Hooper film. A uh, lot better than this one. Um, there is some... I, I know what you kind of say. Don't worry, there's some good stuff still coming. There is actually a bit... Some really good films still on the list that we still haven't reached. And uh, The Fun House is one of them. Evil Speak is coming straight after that. So some great stuff. So, until next week, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, You've never seen one. I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Live forever in a world like this.